Hello, and welcome back to the Miss Tax Lady Bankable Business Podcast. We are here to talk about all things bank. If you desire to have more money in your bank account, this is the podcast for you. What's keeping you from adding more money to your bank account every day? Is it resources? Is it time? Chances are, the hard truth is, you are preventing more bankable income from hitting your bank account every day. Now, you may be thinking, hmm, come on, Miss Tax Lady, what do you mean? I'm the reason I don't have enough bank in the bank account? <laughs> Truthfully, you are the reason that there's not enough bankable income in your bank account today. I don't say that to be harsh. I don't say it to be mean. But if you are on this podcast, you are here for the truth. See, in reality, I had to become truthful with myself also. I had to discover and unlock what money blocks were sabotaging my business. So you may be wondering, where'd you come up with all this, Miss Tax Lady? Well, I've had a, a few coaches over the years. And when it comes down to it, they all have something in common. They've all identified money blocks and self-sabotaging behaviors that were limiting them for growing into the full potential they desired that was in alignment with their goals and their dreams. So once you become clear about what's really holding you back and you do it in small incremental steps, you unlock more wealth and abundance. This can be done in small ways, medium ways, large ways, small steps, large steps. The bottom line is you have to take action. You have to at least commit yourself to taking one inspired action step a day. You need to be consistent with the action. But before you take action, you have to understand what repetitive behaviors are reoccurring in your daily life. That could be, uh, let's just say, taken away from time that you would like to spend on marketing, time that you like to spend on adjusting your fees, time you like to spend on identifying your ideal client. None of this happens overnight. And truly successful entrepreneurs are fully aware of this fact. I've had some amazing trainings over the last two, three years. Maybe longer than that, to be honest with you, but I didn't really fully dive in until roughly 2018-19, right before I actually launched Miss Tax Lady. And I'll be very honest with you, I was scared to death. Not scared that I would succeed, but just scared of taking the next step. I was afraid of being judged for stepping out on my own. I was afraid that I would lose a lot of my clients. I was afraid that I wouldn't reach the level in my own business that I was able to reach in someone else's. I realized it made no sense to me or for me to any longer do 100% of the work 
and receive maybe 1% of the profit. Honestly, not even 1% of the profit. Essentially, I was the business. And I used to have a lot of negative feelings about how things ended when I decided to resign from that business. In retrospect, I needed every single element of the business, the good, the bad, the ugly, in order to prepare me for my success in my own business. Because I've had such great mentors over the years, and I've invested in some amazing training to help me over the years, I'm going to share a few things with you that I've learned throughout some of the trainings and the boot camps that I've attended. One that was really holding me back and still currently working on today is undervaluing my service. What does it mean when I'm undercharging and over delivering? What does it say to the client about me? More importantly, what does it say to me about myself? Why don't I feel that I deserve to be paid just as much as anyone else in my industry? Is it because I'm a smaller company? Is it because I'm a woman? Truth is, it could be a combination of those things. But in reality, that one question is one of the money blocks that has held me back in my business. A money block that I have unlocked, I have discovered, and I'm willing to take head on. I know, you're like, hey, Miss Tax Lady, you told me you were going to teach me how to put more bank into my bank account. Well, I am. But I first need to get clear with you about how I learned to do this so that it also makes sense to you as you take this journey and becoming more bankable in your business, in your life, whatever area that you want to have more richness, more wealth and abundance, these steps will also apply in those areas of your life as well. The most important step is to identify your relationship with money. Let's be clear. We all have a relationship with money, be it good, bad, indifferent, whether we like to gamble, whether we like to shop, whether we buy, uh, maybe we like to buy a lot of gym shoes, maybe we like to buy sunglasses, whatever it is. Money has a relationship with you and you have a relationship with it. Can't really do anything without money, right? So it's no fault of your own that you may desire more. There's nothing wrong with liking money. There's nothing wrong with having money. But what is wrong is not understanding what your relationship with money is. I've learned from me that my relationship with money is pretty good. Money has always been easy to come by. I saw that as a child growing up. I saw the hard worker. I saw the hustler. I saw the person that was able to sit home and have time and freedom to themselves and the person who worked two or three jobs with little time or freedom for themselves. I had to make the decision about which relationship I wanted to have with money. I'll give you two books that will help you very help uh, very clearly identify what your possible relationship with money is. Because we first have to understand if we do want more bank in the bank, right? We have to understand and identify 
what that means to us. What does it mean to be rich? See, what it means to be rich to me may mean something totally different to someone else. See, richness to me could be freedom of time. Richness to someone else could be to pay cash for a vehicle. Richness to me could be investing in a gift that I see in one of my children. Richness to someone else could be investing into their own gift. See, I've done that part. So now I'm working on a different type of relationship with my money. I'm waiting. I'm working on, not waiting. I am working on clearly manifesting more money every day. Every day. I want to roll over and check my bank account and say, boom, another deposit. Here, I want money coming in in my sleep. And I'm not going to hold you up. I'm not going to lie about it. And I like it when it happens. In fact, I love it. I'm not going to front. I like money. Yes, I do. See, some of us were taught that it was not good to like money. Why? It's the root of all evil. Right? Well, it depends on who you ask. They always say the devil's in the detail. Right? So I, I used to always say, all money ain't good money. But in reality, money is money. What I will not do is sacrifice my dignity for any amount of money. That is my bottom line. That is my deal breaker. That is my non-negotiable. So you too have to identify what your deal breaker is. What are you willing to do for money? What will having more money do for you? But before you do that, you have to be clear about what having more money or the definition of rich and richness in your life would be. So that first book I mentioned, it's called Realionaire by Dr. Thara Gray. The first young black millionaire, I believe at the age of 14, to be a successful entrepreneur and make it all the way to Wall Street as a teenager. If he can do that, why can't you? He started out selling rocks. And I don't mean dope. Literally, rocks. You know, elements from the earth. Lotion. That was his start. And the thing was, he wasn't really good at selling the rocks or the lotions or anything like that. But he did have a mom and a family that was supportive of him in that goal and that dream. And the more he practiced selling and marketing those small, tiny rocks, and those bottles of lotion, he became a master marketer. And people wanted to know, how did he do it? And by way of that, he became a best-selling author. And by way of that, he became a world-renowned speaker. So what I'm saying is, you have to identify what rich means to you. The next book that helped me understand and identify my relationship with money called Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. I won't bore you with too many details, but he goes between having a father and a stepfather, one that worked hard, never had much time, didn't allow them to speak about money at the dinner table, and a stepfather, or vice versa, who was the entrepreneur, and they always talked about money. See, that's the thing. We have become so, what's the right word? We've been so incensed with thinking that money is bad. We've seen that on TV, in books, in magazines. We see that all day long. 
but you have to have a positive relationship with the money in order to manifest more money, right? Again, my thing was I'm not sacrificing my dignity for money. I've done it, and that could be simple as dealing with someone I knew was not my ideal client. Well, not anymore. I refuse. It takes too much of my time. Remember, I've gifted myself the time of freedom by removing some of these money blocks. Don't worry. Don't. I'm not perfect. I have a long way to go. But I'm working through a bit by bit every day. I'm willing to do the work. I'm taking inspired action, even sitting here on this podcast with you, just to share with you some of the tools that I've learned over the way to help me chip away at what I thought were obstacles blocking me from reaching my next level of success. No, I was the obstacle. So I'm chipping away at myself. I'm getting back to the little girl I used to look at in the mirror. I was so, that she was so confident. She was extremely confident. There was nothing she couldn't do. But somewhere along the road, things happen in our lives and other people, we allow them to shape our perception of who and what we should be. Well, I know one thing's for sure and two for certain. I've always been good at making money and I'm not going to stop. But I would like to help more people increase their bankable income. Whether you invest in a business, whether it's baking cookies, whether it's the hair business, whether you do lashes, whether you have a t-shirt line, whether you sell candles, whatever business, gig, hustle it is that you may have, what I'm here to tell you is it is okay to want more. It is absolutely okay to want more. I'm currently finishing up an audiobook called Get Rich Lucky Bitch. I'm not even going to say excuse the language. Because there's nothing wrong with that. A lot of people assume that once a female, especially a woman entrepreneur, especially a woman of color, reaches any type of level of success, she had to be a bitch in some type of way to get there. But guess what? You can call me a bitch all you want to. Just don't call me broke. Okay? Now, just to recap, we've gone over some of the money blocks that I've identified for myself and what was preventing me from becoming more bankable. I've given you two book titles. Get Rich Lucky Bitch, actually three, uh, Brillionaire by Dr. Farrah Gray, and I've also given you Robert Kiyosaki, Good Dad, Good Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Those are three resources that you can tap into today. You can listen to them on audio. Download the book on a Kindle. Download it on your phone. The thing is you have to be able and willing to take the next inspired action step. Are you willing to take action? Because if you are not willing to take action, you will never receive any more bank. And that, my friends, is how we will end episode one of the Miss Tax Lady Bankable Business Podcast. Until next time. Hey guys, it's Mix Tax Lady again. I just came back to share something really quickly that was on my mind since we've last spoken. I'm going to use a word that many women entrepreneurs do not use when they refer to their business. But I want you to also notice that in the background of episode one, Bankable Business, you can hear multiple airplanes within the 15 minutes of that one episode. 
in the same time frame that you hear those two airplanes, I just want you to know that there is also a highway right here near my home. Cars, trucks, you name it, all day long, 24-7. It doesn't stop, ever. That, my friend, is called logistics. What that means is people are always moving. Product is always moving, which means there is always money to be made. Don't limit yourself and your beliefs. Don't shrink yourself into believing that there is not enough out there for you. Maybe you see someone else. They're doing very well. You're wondering, why am I not doing so well when we do the same or similar things? It's all about logistics. What systems and processes do you have in place to better serve your ideal client, not just your current client, old clients that are still paying outdated fees, outdated prices? Are you delivering? Are you charging a delivery fee? Do you gift wrap your cookies? Do you label them? All of those things are part of the the logistics, the products, the, the packaging, all of it matters. But again, I want you to hear clearly, like I said, there is a highway near me. The cars, the trucks, they do not stop. The airplanes, they do not stop. Which means again, there's always money to be made. Don't shrink yourself. Don't hide yourself. Get out there and get it. I did it. And I don't mean got out there. I meant I was hiding. I was shrinking. I've been doing that. We have to break ourselves out of that. Stop hiding. The money is there. It's all about logistics. What do you have in place to help you generate more income? What systems do you have in place? Are you keeping track of your money? Are you keeping track of your inventory? What goes in, what goes out? All of that is part of logistics. A word you don't hear often, unless maybe you're speaking to someone, you know, with military background or uh, engineering background, someone who's into operations, operations management. How are you operating your business? Who's managing the business? Who's overseeing the systems and the processes to make sure they work? All of these things matter. And that, my friend, is just an interlude on logistics because I thought it was worth it. Be bankable.